Looking to start a podcast of your own? This year, Podcast Movement, the world's largest podcaster conference, will be in Chicago. Learn more at podcastmovement.com and use code CPC to save $30 off registration. It is the Chicago First podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. Hi, Black here for Dynasty Podcast, recording from Soundscape Studios in Chicago, uh, home of Closed Sessions, and it's been home for Dynasty Podcast this last three weeks. Uh, shout out Mike Kolar for letting us host the live broadcast here. My name is Haima Black. I'm the host of Dynasty Podcast. We have Prove... Crivache, yes. I didn't want to get it wrong. Behind the boards producing tonight, and I am joined right here to my left um, by Bernie Love, who has been on the podcast once before. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Jaime? I'm good. I'm really glad we got to have you on tonight. Um, the first time you and I met and the first time we had you on the podcast was at South by Southwest, and that was something that was kind of set up coupled with an interview that I had with Mike Golden. So I didn't really like know you very well then. Um, and now over the last year, I've gotten to like see you out and around the city and like check out so much more of your music and really get a sense of what you're doing. But um, yeah, I'm really glad we got to have you on for like a proper informed interview. Thank you. I'm very pleased to be here as well. And I'm glad you asked me back again. Absolutely. I really felt like it was something that I've been wanting to do for a while. And I really felt like we needed to have you on, you know, where it's like, hey, you're not just like, oh, cool, here's a new artist I don't know, but it's yeah. like, here's somebody who I know, we know the same people, so yeah, yeah. right on. Um, how has the year been treating you? How has 2015 been for you? Hard work, lots and lots of hard work, per usual, but I'm glad I'd rather be busy than stagnant, so oh, yeah. Yeah. if anything, it's been an upward hill, you know, so I'm just continuing to push through, continuing to record music, put out music, and I... I I plan on putting out more and more content. That's something I'm really, I struggle with before is not, I I put out these large bodies of work instead of putting out just content and trying to get content out there, which I find a lot of people do and it's very successful with getting to their audience. So that's something I want to do more of is a lot of content creation and recording and making new sounds and maneuvering around and experimenting, you know, with yeah. writing and sound. No, it's it's so much the model now where it's like instead of having like, you know, like you said, like an album comes out and then three years later you're like, all right, I'm back. Like, right. <laughs> unless you're Adele, you can't do that. You have to be right. like, all right, like three songs came out on my SoundCloud and then like next week's a video and then next right. week's like a live date and just kind of never ends. I'm such a, I'm such an old soul, you know, I listen to a bunch of Motown and like, jazz records so I, I I'm looking at that model mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm so not with the times I'm so not modern <laughs> and I need to get with the times because I'm I'm listening to like an Otis Redding record and he puts out a body of work it wasn't none of this like a single every week business it was like no let me take the time and perfect this right and then I can put out this like magnificent body of Artistry. The, the example I always use when I um, am teaching at Columbia College, and then I like instantly date myself to my students who are like, "What the fuck's on Nine Inch Nails?" Is I talk about like in 1990, like in the 90s, uh, there was seven years between Nine Inch Nails records, and we were all just like, "Cool, we'll wait." 
We got nowhere to be. We got no internet. Like, (laughs) we'll just wait. Seven years later, you get out of your heroin funk and, like, we'll still be here. And now if Drake goes seven weeks without releasing something, we're like, yo, man, you remember Drake? fell off. Right. What happened to Drake, man? (laughs) That's why he released 70 things this year. So you got, like, your, it sounds like you're writing and recording right now? I'm doing a lot of writing. My process is, at this point in time... I'm going to write and then I'm going to cultivate. I'm going to produce the music to the writing because something I feel that is missing with music now, and this is just a personal thing, I could be totally wrong, but something I feel is missing is the the writing part and people trying to write to the beat too much mm-hmm. instead of writing kind of like stories or writing just good quality content that follows just a... a, a, a Certain kind of just quality. Mm-hmm. They're right. They're focusing too much on the production, is what I'm trying to say. Everything is very production based at this point. So what I'm trying to do right now is I'm trying to get what I need to get out in my writing first. Then I will build everything around that writing. Right. So, so you're doing it focus. kind of yeah, the opposite of you're right, like how a lot of people are doing it right now. But again, that probably goes back to you. Um, maybe emulating or being more comfortable with kind of an older model. It actually comes from, I danced for a really long time. I danced and I choreographed for like 10 plus years. And where that comes from is in high school, I would do a lot of choreographing and my mentor at the time would be like, yo, you can't, you got to stop choreographing to the music. You got to choreograph movement and what you feel the story is trying to tell. You got to tell a story through your body. And then once you've done that, once you feel successful with that, then you can find music. That literally sounds like it's like some like larger than life karate kid like philosophy. <laughs> she was really into it. Yeah. But when she told me that my mind was blown because my whole life I was thinking like, okay, well I got to find the music first and then I'm going to make up these steps to the music. But I find when I do that, something gets lost in translation. Like the message I'm trying to find gets lost and I'm too busy trying to choreograph to the music instead of choreograph to what I'm trying to emulate and trying to pass off to people. Right. Now, you do, uh, you know, you you reference this a little bit. You do a lot. You're not just a musician. Like you're a dancer, you're a choreographer, um, you know, you do some modeling as well. Like, I (laughs) I guess what all do you do? Like, do you even know? Like, do you have a list or you, do you kind of forget, like, oh, yeah, and I do that as well? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, when I'm around my roommate, my roommate's the biggest one. She'll always be like, when, when she introduced me to friends of hers, she'll be like, yeah, and this is Bernie, and she does everything. Like, she doesn't really reference one specific thing. And I don't keep a list. I just kind of, as I go, I'm an as-I-go as type of person. Like, oh, you need this done? Cool. I do that, too. Like, uh, I don't like to box myself into things. I don't like to box myself into like a category like, oh, I'm, I'm a singer and a musician and I'm going to put all my time and my effort into that. If you do that, that's beautiful. I think it's cool. But as we were discussing before, because we were talking about how I always change my hair, I change, mm. I change what I want to do like I change my hair because, you know, I, I, I want to dabble in everything. Life's short and, you know, I want to experience as yeah. much as I can. So when did a lot of this start for you, not just being, you know, a musician, but like, at what age did you suddenly decide, like, yo, I, I'm activated. I want to be an artist. I want to be active. I want to pursue a number of different concentrations. Or listen, to, like that's such a college term, concentrations. But just right. do a lot of artistic things. Man, Jaime, there's no age. I, I've been this way forever. Like, I, and you know, people say that, but I've legit. I believe you. Been this way my whole life because my parents are this way, and my parents, being the way that they are, 
had me doing a whole bunch of stuff at, at one time. So I was playing instruments. I was going to dance class. I had soccer. Then I'd have my French lesson. And then I'd be, it'd be just that all the time. I was oh, a busybody. I had, I was never not doing something. So of course I grow up and I took a year and I, I not even a whole year. I want to say like once I took off a semester of college and I just did nothing. I just worked. I worked for American Apparel. I traveled with them, went to Miami, was there for a little bit. That's amazing. It sounds like it, but I wanted to <laughs> blow my brains out. I was just really? like, wow, I'm not doing anything. I'm just working for, you know, whatever. And I had to get out. So I started being a busybody and I can't help it. Can't help myself. Now you released the record. Uh, it's called Golden Hour. It's your sophomore record. That came out in the fall, right? Yeah. Um, how long was that in the works? That was in the works. <laughs> You're like, since I was three. <laughs> no, that was in the works. Like, I started working on that project immediately after Science because I was just so ready to just, I was like, okay, I'm done with Science. What's next? Like, what can I do that's different? I was like, okay, I just put out an R&B record. I'm going to put out like a disco record. That's what I want to do. And now I'm over that, completely over that. And now I'm going to put out like a strictly like soul blues album. Well, it seems like that's really like what you're building towards anyway. Yeah, like real instrumental, real writing. So my whole premise for what's coming next is I'm writing songs from the perspective of everyone else but myself. So I'm not going to write anything from the point of view of Bernie. I'm going to write songs from the point of view of people I know and love. And what I find this to be doing is I'm learning a lot about myself from myself by just stepping out of me for a second and looking at me from the point of view of the people around me. Yeah. And also I want a better, as I get older, you know, I was a really selfish, like stupid teenager who just thought about just everything that was up here. That's that's what teenagers do though. Everything that was up here was law. Like that's what it was. Mm -hmm. And there was nothing else. So as I get older, I'm trying to be like, well, that's totally not right. So I really want to explore other people's viewpoints. I really want to be more open so that I have more patience and like understanding of why people do the things they do. I'll never figure that one out. But I want <laughs> I want like a better understanding of like what's going on and try to be more empathetic, you know, and I feel like my most valuable lessons come from music. So why not teach myself it through music? Well, yeah, and it sounds like you're big on self-teaching. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm independent. Right. I'm an only child. Yeah. So yeah, I had to entertain myself. Now on uh, on Golden Hours, you have a number of collaborators. Uh, a lot of which I'm not sure if all of them, but a lot of them are from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, who did you work with on this record, and who you know who do you connect with in the city in terms of the music scene? I worked with Angelina from the Rapper Chicks, who yeah. is always she's been, amazing. Yeah, she's first of all, she sounds incredible on the microphone. Like her voice, she she. I remember I remember the day we recorded. Uh, up and down and she comes in it's me kevin cutler and this Mm. kid drummy who was working with kevin at the time they both live in new york right now uh, making music and she comes in i play her the song i'm like you know she knew what it was about she had written to it comes in just lays it down like one time sounds amazing we're like okay then she's like all right now i'm ready for the for the double (laughs) lays down all the like ad-libs plays it back and it's just like this just like flawless just rap Angel Davenport man she is like she's a beast like what she's a machine (laughs) it's amazing really like and it's it's really interesting because 
Rapper Chicks is a group that comes up so often on this podcast. Not only have I interviewed them a number of times, but then, like, Jay Other people. Cre- yeah, Jay Krez, who we know, has brought them up. Uh, Celine Dion always brings them up. Show You Suck brings them up. They're, and I've said this before on record, like, they're so hardworking, all three of them. And it shows because they get brought up so often by other people. And to me, that's a rec- that's a sign of, like, they're, they're legends, man. Work. They're yeah. legends in the making. The rapper chicks are the Powerpuff Girls, G. They are. They're Chicago's Powerpuff Girls. They're the Powerpuff Girls. And I mean that with the highest regard. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So you, you're writing right now. What are you looking ahead towards in 2016? What's on deck for you as an artist, as a musician, and, and as everything that you cover? You know, Jaime, I hate these questions. All right. Because glad I, I glad have... I dropped it. <laughs> and it's something personal because I get asked this all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm definitely the kind of person who's like... I'm not trying to, you know, I'm trying to think about like what's ahead for me in 2016, but I try not to think about it too much because it always ends up not really happening. Right. Because it's hard to I do ahead. not know what the, what's, I don't know if I can You can here. absolutely. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen in 2016. <laughs> I have no clue. Like no yeah. one does. The future is completely like it doesn't even exist as far as I can I'm concerned (laughs) so I'm just gonna live and what I expect is to live hopefully and um keep doing what I do which is being a busybody Mm -hmm. um having like kind of a attitude problem which I hope to fix so that is something that maybe I'll clear out in 2016 you say that but you have problem. never been anything but pleasant the, you know the number I'm of times so that I've happy you run that, into you Hyman. no every time I've ever interacted <laughs> with you in Austin and Chicago you've been absolutely wonderful thank you you have so right like on that. man um Bernie Love the record is called Golden Hour when, where can people find that soundcloud.com slash Bernie Lev you can also go to my Instagram which is also Bernie Lev B-E-R-N-I-E-L-E-V-V there's a link right to it in my bio link in my bio and then you know with the other projects you're doing whether it's modeling dancing choreography is there anything else you want to direct us to where we can like find your work currently or look for work in the future oh man I got a website yeah done by Jake Krez Hardest yeah. working man in Chicago. I so, thought for a second that was the, the URL, donebyjcrez.com. I'm like, <laughs> that's a distinct URL. No. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it's Bernie Lev, just how I spelled it, B-E-R-N-I-E-L-E-V-V dot C-O. Everything you need to know is on that website. Yeah. And shout out Jake Krez, who was on this podcast two weeks ago, um, another supporter. And you've been somebody who's been really great about you know coming out to our panels and and just being an awesome presence so i'm really happy to see things happening for you and thank you so much for coming out tonight it's all like rainy and shitty and and i totally appreciate you being here be like that right on dope awesome you've been listening to a production of dynasty podcast find more dynasty podcasts at dynastypodcast.com for the dynamic dynasty dynasty descend